Welcome back to the Broncast, the podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. I'm Donnie Whiteman. We are two Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos. We work on Broncos. We just love talking about the Ford Bronco from generation one all the way through generation six. Our sponsor for this episode is Tom's Off-Road. Tom's Off-Road has every part that you need to fully restore your Bronco. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about full-size Broncos and their Bronco values. So we've been kind of both following this because what better to have than one Bronco is two Broncos. That's right. (laughs) The more, the merrier. I've actually been actually working on my Bronco restoration. Had some time. uh, Work has been a little bit slower So if uh, you know anyone who needs some video work, you let me know. But in the meantime, I'm uh, trying to get some, get some headway on uh, my restoration. I've been um, just kind of slowly putting together the dash, got the the pieces for, for the dash and uh, painless wiring harness. And so just kind of piecing it together while I still figure out what to do engine and transmission wise and um, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, okay, I'm not going to just be stalled out on it. So got the classic instruments put in place and the, you know, some wiring. Um, and I really, I, I like the look of it. It's nice actually putting something like that together and the video probably won't come out for a while, you know, because that's not all that that video is going to have on it, but, um, it's been nice just working on the, the restoration here in the warehouse. Oh yeah. That's cool. I'm looking forward to, um, when the uh, the engine goes in, so yeah, because we're going to be building engines together. So yes, I've got a few three hundred twos, and my three fifty one probably needs some help. So and yeah. we'll have to get yours up, figure out how to get that and take off. So yeah. Matt suggested we take a sledgehammer to oh, the yeah. top of that since it won't come off. Yeah. So backstory: what Donnie's talking about. I uh, um, one of my clients is Ian Johnson who, if you haven't seen yet, you need to go watch Motor Trends four-wheeler. He's the host. And uh, he actually took a, I don't know, 93, a fifth-gen Bronco. And, I mean, has there's very little of the Bronco left. He's cut it all out. Um, but he's basically making it a Raptor, like a true Bronco Raptor, fifth-gen Bronco Raptor. You know, it's got long travel suspension and all this stuff. Like, it's going to be able to go over jumps. Well, he's not using the stock engine and transmission. I think he's going to go with the Godzilla. So he called me, or I I was over there, and I was looking at it, and I was like, dude, can I have this, you know? (laughs) And he was like, sure. And so, you know, I was like, how much? And he was like, for you, free. And so I was like, yes. So I got the frame and the engine, uh, no transmission, just the engine. And uh, it's just a, you know, 5.0 roller, uh, 302 engine. And I was trying to get off the intake and on those old, you know, 50302s. It's got that huge intake plenum, um, you know, and it has the upper and lower intake. And the, I was taking the upper intake off and one of the bolts stripped. So I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just take the whole thing, upper and lower intake off. So I'm taking the lower intake off and one of the bolts stripped. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so then Donnie and I were prying on it, um, just trying to see like, will it break free? Like, is it, you know, can it make it over the strip bolt? Um, and cause the head of the bolt stripped off, broke off and it looks like someone had welded it on before. So it's a previous incident, but we're 
you know, prying on the uh, lower intake and a piece of the cast iron broke off and I'm like, oh geez. So I wasn't planning on using that intake e- anyway. I was planning on, you know, going with a Edelbrock ProFlow anyway or something like that. Um, just because I want the classic look, but I want to use roller rockers. So so when we were prying on a piece of the cast, this giant head, <laughs> that would ne- the Bronco hood would never close with that no, on there anyway. So you couldn't use it. No. It says 5.0 in this like 80s lettering. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, it, it, the cast aluminum cracked. Yeah. So Matt said, just get a sledgehammer. Yeah, just beat it. <laughs> just smash it into pieces exactly. and take it off. Yeah. What have you been working on? Axles, axles, and axles. Three sets. Really? Yeah. And I think a Dana 30 also. So Dana 44s and, and the Ford 9-inch rear and just taking them apart, cleaning them, painting them, powder coating, or POR 15. Depends on which truck it's going on. Yeah. But yeah. And then as soon as all those are done, it's going to be engines, engines, and engines. So, yeah. Yep. Which nice. I'm looking forward to. I actually love all that mechanic stuff. So. I do too. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, yeah, like uh, like Donnie said, our episode today is all about the full-size Bronco. And um, if you don't know, Donnie has recently come into a full-size Bronco. And when we say full-size, we're talking about second generation through fifth generation. So 78 to 96. And so, yeah, we were just kind of looking at them and we've done a couple first gen episodes where we talked about prices and values. And, and again, we're, you know, looking on Facebook, like, so this is no official numbers or anything like that, but we're just kind of gathering, you know, and putting our knowledge into it. And so hopefully if you're looking to buy a full-size Bronco, you can go, oh, did I get a good deal or did I get hosed, <laughs> you know, and and kind of look at that based on some of these numbers. Yeah. So I bought a 79 and it's the most inexpensive one I could buy. Yeah. So imagine the worst early Bronco you could buy. This thing looks a lot worse than it is, but it was funny. <laughs> Um, because it's got the rear roof, the cap comes off, but it's fiberglass and it's, it's black. But if you look inside, it's white. So it's been under this hackberry <laughs> tree for so long, but I was looking at up close and all of the gel coats come off and oh. it has like, you know, when you get a haircut and all those half inch hairs are all over your shoulders yeah. on the floor, yeah. the whole roof is doing that. It's literally the fiberglass chop. Oh, is man. now just starting to, it looks like hair the whole top of this thing. I've never seen one that bad, but. So those roofs were fiberglass or is that yeah. an aftermarket? No, they're fiberglass. Oh, yeah. really? Not steel. Mm-mm. Interesting. And, oh, yeah. And okay. the cool story on that is when Ford was, you know, working towards coming out with the full size Bronco, the first generation two, um, they bought a blazer and took the fiberglass roof and modified it to fit. And made theirs different, but that literally they bought a, a I got probably a K five and just cut it up. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was when they talked about they um, made the windows at an angle mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't shatter. Like, wasn't that what they were like? They wouldn't pop out. So they wouldn't pop out. That's yeah, what it yeah. was. So it's really cool if you look at the sides, the side of a full size Bronco roof in the back. It's got two points at the top front and the down by the tailgate and the other ones are curved and it looks really good. Probably one of the neatest design features, but it was actually an engineering reason why they did that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so we're going to just kind of go through this, uh, 
this list here and talk through some of the some of the values of uh, some of these trucks. Now, um, when we did this with first generation, I filmed it and I put a, a video up so you could kind of go along with us. Unfortunately, we aren't doing that this time. So you can just kind of listen to us talk about these uh, full size trucks and we will put links. Donnie will put links uh, to all these uh, Facebook articles. But the hard thing with Facebook is a lot of them sell by the time we post these videos. So it's like, you can't really, you know, it's like, oh, well, now you can't even see what we've been talking about because you can't, you know, the post is already pulled down. But um, we'll put some of them if they're if they're still up and, and there's a couple other things we'll talk about. But it's interesting with, um, with, the full size Broncos, you know, with the first gen, it's like, it's pretty rare to find even just a, you know, beat up one for under $5,000 now. Yeah. And the second generation is getting like that, you know, where it's like a second gen, it is getting harder and harder to find a second generation, even in terrible shape for less than $5,000. Like the, the prices of these second gens are getting higher and higher. But what I've noticed is the top end of the second generation isn't as high as the top end of the first generation. Like they're still, you know, floating, um, a little bit lower. Like, you know, you see a lot of even restored ones for under 30,000, under 20,000, you know? Um, but what I've noticed is, Second gen is of the full size, the the most expensive. Then it goes to the fifth generation. So, you know, it kind of skips third and fourth generation. It jumps down to the fifth generation. Then that's the most expensive behind the second gen. And then fourth generation and then the third generation. So the third gen is still the one that you can find for the cheapest. But what I've noticed is I found the fewest actually good like drivable third gens. Almost all of them have rust. Almost all of them are like hunting trucks that, you know, are beat up and have deer blood stains in the back and <laughs> no, you know, like it's just a ton of them. You know, it, I, I really haven't been able to find one without rust that isn't restored, you know? So it's just, um, uh, third generation are definitely, I wouldn't say rare, but it's, uh, they're way more beat up and, and in way worse condition. Yeah. And used to buy, be able to buy a nice full size Bronco, maybe not a, a 78, 79, but you know, for $4,500, $6,500, the more money you spent, the nicer they got. But now they're almost starting at like 12 to 15 yep. for really nice trucks. And these are not resto mods. Like, you know, if we talk about what's happened with the early Bronco, you know, a stock Bronco, a 66 Bronco with, you know, a Roadster is, you know, they're not going to bring $250,000, but when you resto mod a Bronco and you do everything to it and make it a really nice vehicle, I would say the full size Broncos are 75 to over a hundred now if someone really builds a cool truck. Yeah. So I think maybe half as much, yeah. worth half as much as an early Bronco if it's like a resto mod. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Well, let's look at some of these um, and uh, and kind of talk through our our values here. So, um, with the 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 Bronco, we've kind of got this first group of one thousand to five thousand dollars, and it's a big range. But you know, at that range, you're probably getting a full size Bronco that isn't running. 
Um, or if it is, you know, they say, oh yeah, I, I, I got it running or running when parked <laughs> or, you know, something like that. Um, it's going to be so rusty, um, you know, full of holes, probably not as bad as a first gen a rusty, but, uh, still in bad shape where it'd be hard to drive, um, and hard to just hop in it and cruise around. Well, mine was running. So I got oh, a really good deal, yeah. but it was running because it had a sweet tea jug full of gas <laughs> under the hood. Are you serious? <laughs> totally serious. Oh and then it had another <laughs> gas tank in the back because the one under the truck's gone. And the one oh. in the back looks like it's not a suitcase. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's got like a red rubber hose and it's drilled through the roof and it's out the side. I guess that's how you fill it. Wow. But yeah, it's like a garden, garden wow. hose. <laughs> But I got a deal on it. Yeah, you did. I got I got the bottom of the barrel. Sounds like it. Yeah, but that's what you get, you know, yeah. like and yeah. it, a 78 and 79 is different in that the windshield looks like it's straight up and down. It's it's very much a Peterbilt looking yeah. Bronco, but that's part of the appeal. It's the big foot year and yeah. They're just these big huge so I I think mine in a word, I would say it looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> it's dark green, which I like. That's, yeah. that's my color as well. And brown. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of rust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then the next, uh, the next category would be like five to $10,000. Um, and this is where, you know, it's, it probably is running, um, probably needs some body work, but not as much, you know, probably has some, a few rust spots. Um, interior is probably in pretty rough shape. You know, the, the fabric on the seats are coming off and carpets all stained and looks like there's been a murder in there and you know, that kind of thing, but it's still, you know, you could just buy it, hop in it and drive it, you know? And it's like, it's, it's going to get you from point A to point B. Um, and I have a, I have a fourth gen, uh, example of this. It's, oh, I just uh, pulled it up. $8,000. Uh, this is in Kentucky and you know, it's, it's a nice looking fourth gen, like, um, the, the description, 1989 Ford Bronco XLT, uh, 400 Cleveland, uh, carbureted motor C6 transmission. So someone's done some work on it. Um, currently have a set of Hummer wheels on it. Those are <laughs> um, Hummer wheels. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> are you looking at the same truck? Yeah. Is it tan and brown? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really straight. It is. It's like, real I don't straight. even see any dings on this thing. No. I mean, there's some surface rust that looks like on there, but it doesn't look like the fenders are rusted out. Um, you those know, are trailer wheels. I think so too. Yeah, I think I they misspelled trailer. Yeah. I don't think those are Hummer <laughs> wheels. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even the interior, it looks clean. It doesn't look crazy, um, beat up or anything like that. Um, this is the one that looks the most like the Bronco too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, still has the original carpet with lots of stains on it. Um, it looks like they Raptor lined the bottom of the, um, like the bottom six inches, 12 inches of the oh, truck. Yeah. So that's probably covering some rust. You got to keep clicking. The Hummer wheels are on the other side. Oh, <laughs> And it's the General Motors Hummer based on the Blazer or whatever that was. Oh my <laughs> These gosh. are not like, Actual. we don't want to misrepresent this vehicle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it looks like like this is the kind of thing that you could just purchase and hop in and go buy. What's interesting, yes, this was a... $3,000 or $4,000 truck 10 years ago, you know, like just the prices have gone oh, up. And it's $8,000. $8, wow. Like, 
And, but that's the, that's the price that you're going to be paying for, especially for a third, fourth, fifth generation. Like, you know, I think a fifth gen would probably go for a little bit more in this stage. And a third gen would probably go for a little bit less. Like a third gen would probably be 6,000 in this stage. And a uh, fifth generation would probably be uh, 9,000. So not too much more, but you know, I think there's a little bit of a difference there still between the, the three generations. The second gen in this would be 15,000. So, Oh really? And that's kind of the outlier. Yeah. Yeah, The second gen is kind of, I mean, it's still a full size, but it's a little bit of an outlier. Yeah. Um, but let's move on. So we talked about, uh, five to $10,000 that's running, needs some body work, 10 to $15,000 in running. And that, you know, that's going to be running in decent condition. Like not too much work is needed. And this is a fifth gen. So I think you'd get less for a second generation, but yeah, this is a fifth gen that just looks so clean. All the Chrome Mm. trim is there. Um, real, the paint still looks really nice. You know, it's got a nice lift. The carpet doesn't look like someone's been murdered in the back. Um, you know, so just so everyone knows, this is a, a two tone truck. It's pretty much all navy blue, even the roof's navy blue, which is really sharp. Yeah. And then it's got the white panel across the center, kind of like a square body does. Yeah. Heavy, but, yeah. And then it's lifted quite a bit. That's it's a nine inch lift on yeah. 35 inch tires. It looks really cool. There's a little rust on the quarter panel. Yep. Um, bumper's got a dent in it. There's kind of dents here and there all over. Both quarter panels really need replaced yeah. or at least the lips. If you're really good, it's easier to replace a quarter panel, but so 157,000 miles. Um, and this truck is how much? 13,500. Wow. I mean, I think that's a, I, I would almost say that's a steal. Like, you know, I, like this could probably go for 15 or 16, um, but they probably want to, you know, just get rid of it. And so, yeah, it, but it really looks nice. They said they've replaced the transmission, ball joints, AC, battery starter. So it's probably had some, some issues, um, in its life and probably doesn't run perfect. Uh, but I think with some tender love and care, like this would be really nice. But yeah, like you said, there is a little bit of rust in that, fe- that rear fender. Not that anybody's going to ask, but they get about 10 miles per gallon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, yeah. I have no expectations for my Bronco to break 10 miles per gallon. Yeah. It has a 351, but I, I think I'd like to throw Godzilla in it. But this truck has nice interior. It looks nice on the outside. You could just drive it, take it to shows. It's not, you know, a garage queen. It, it would need quarter panels and a paint job. But, you know, this truck could be worth, if, if it was repainted because the inside's nice, easily this truck could be... 35? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, restored 35,000 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the 10 to $15,000 range. And then you've got the 20,000, I'd say 20 to 30,000 range. And this, you know, like you said, like that might be 35,000, like it, it can range a little bit more. Um, but I still think, paying more than $30,000 for a full-size Bronco. It sounds a little bit crazy. To me, it's a little bit crazy. Um, And I would be leery of paying more than $30,000 for a full-size Bronco just because you can still find them in really good condition, not for 30, you know, like under 30. So when you, when you say, oh, well, I'm going to pay 40 for, you know, what looks like a really good 
uh, full size Bronco. I think you're kind of missing out on, you could have paid 27 for this one that is almost identical over here. So you just want to look for those Mm. deals and be, be okay with it. But yeah, I'd say the 20 to 30 is kind of the top end of the price range. And I even pulled up, uh, for us to look at, uh, I called it the overpriced second gen. Oh, here we go. Um, and when you pull this up, it's $39,995. Now 67,000 miles is what they claim, which my truck, I could, I could claim the same because it's missing that third 100 number on the speedo. So I don't really know if that's the case. Um, but you know, the, the, this one says motor and transmission in great shape, interior and exterior in great shape, no mechanical problems, no issues. Um, 351 all-terrain tires. Um, so yeah, like this is a nice second gen truck. We probably won't post this link cause I don't want to, this guy to think we're just ragging on him, but, um, a couple things, you know, it's that, that sunroof top thing, uh, go to that window. Yeah, that was a common upgrade was to have someone saws all your roof out. Yeah. You know that a, that thing that's called likes. a pop-up sunroof. And yeah. It looks like a hatch, a portal. It does. And like, you know, it even looks dirty around it. Like, you know, that thing definitely leaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I would say, you know, because that's on the roof, 39 is high. And 39 you, is real high. And if you look, the truck was originally um, like a powder yellow. Yeah. So it didn't have this bronze it. Uh, it's kind of argent metallic gray and then but what's cool to look at is the rear roof cap it has yeah. the four rounded corners which was 78 only oh and yeah probably early 78 so this would be um an interesting truck to own but they've changed some colors on it and here and there and put non-factory seats in with uh seat covers <laughs> that are kind of interesting you know so it's like again like i said like this is an example um uh of one that I would say shouldn't be 40,000. Like you could probably find the same truck for 27,000. But it says 67,000 miles. But look at the, uh, look at the odometer. There's no uh, hundreds spot. So that could easily be 167,000 miles and no one would know any different. I'm pretty sure that's not factory seats in there. Though, no, 100%. That's yeah, not factory. They look like they're out in an RV. Yep, exactly. With with seat covers, which are good. They're nice seat covers. Oh, double armrests. <laughs> yeah, double armrests. Um, they look like lazy boys. Yeah. The back seat is probably factory, but recovered. I don't know. It's uh, But even look at the engine bay. Like, that doesn't look impressive. Like they've got that weird triangular carb, uh, um, air filter hat on there, <laughs> yeah. you know, like moth. It looks like a moth. moth yeah, it does. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's just stuff about it that I feel like, uh, and because we ragged on this one, we won't, we won't post this link, but, um, <laughs> but it just feels a little strange to say this is a $40,000 truck. So that's what I'm saying, but here's my big butt and I cannot lie. Let's go to the next link to our good friends over at Barrett Jackson. And this bad boy oh, really just sold for $216,000. Wow. And this is a this is a 1979 oh. second gen. 
It has the chromatic stripes. But it's on like red. this burnt red, burnt orange red kind of color. It's got, um, it, is that a, is it a coyote? Uh, with the supercharger. With the supercharger, yeah. Coyote 5, 5.0 with, with the supercharger. With twin screw supercharger. I mean, this thing is just incredible. Is that what it sold for? 216000 Yes. Yeah, I don't, uh, that, is that a, that is a, um, wow, that's a like a GT500. That's, that engine is the Ford twin screw supercharger. Wow. That's actually out of a, probably a, a Mustang or a Ford Lightning or something. I don't know what that is. Yeah. But the seats are beautiful. The interior is beautiful. Like, I mean, this thing has been gone over with fine tooth comb and restored beautifully. Um, and I'm not even sure who actually did the restoration. I don't know if it says here. Um, but yeah, I mean, Oh, rad, rad, uh, rad fabs, rad fabs. Oh, no, they did the exhaust. exhaust. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this thing is just beautiful and worth every penny of the <laughs> $1,200 that it went for. Um, and, uh, even the, the, uh, fuel tank, uh, you can go to the last, the last picture. The fuel tank is uh, stainless steel. Like you can see the reflection in the fuel tank. You know, just they did it really, really nice. So it's a Roush supercharged engine is what that yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Nice. So this is like a full resto mod. So this would be the equivalent of a first gen resto a mod. First gen, a $250,000 first gen. So look at that 216 versus yeah. 250. Yeah. So, wow, they're really catching up. Yeah, they really are. Um, and then I wanted to put this in there because I thought, oh, this is really cool. Um, so I talked about third gens are kind of the cheapest right now, I would say, of of all the Broncos, um, except for the Bronco 2. Um, I'm a Bronco 2. Um, but this one was a Mecham Auctions 1986 Ford Bronco. So third gen Bronco that went for $79,000. So this looks like a super original. Yeah. Maybe it's not even restored. It's so nice. It the looks odometer like reads 7,500 miles. Oh, I was going to say this looks like it rolled <laughs> off the showroom floor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it went for 79. 79,000. I mean, it is really nice. It, it, like everything about it, all original. I mean, the seats look brand new, like they've never been sitting. You know, it's like just so pristine, such a cool, um, uh, you know, piece of history. And yeah, so I, I wanted to show this because I was like, you know, third gen's not up there. It's not. It's not the uh, most expensive by any means, but. They're getting there. I mean, this is a, a little piece of history. You know, that's why it's going for so much. It's not a resto mod, but still, I think I think they're they're getting up there. Um, and that they, there's velour interior. Velour. In case you didn't know, that there's velour. <laughs> yeah, it's got the burl nut, burl walnut um, dashboard panels, and oh man, this thing is so. Such a peach. So, such a peach. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this. I know. It just this looks thing so is clean. So clean. I would um, feel bad do, like doing any kind of uh, like lift or big tires or anything uh, on me. it. Because it's just so, it's, it is. It's so, such a peach. This is screaming for a lift kit and some cool wheels. 
but you wouldn't want to drive it. It has such low miles. Um, but yeah. that's cool to see that you could, cause you know, you could never buy a 7,000 mile early Bronco for this much money with 7,000 miles on that it. That looked like that. Just, yeah. No that way. was in perfect condition. Yeah. 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 It is cool to see how the values of these are going way up yeah. and the popularity. And, and so my plan, and it should happen, is I'm going to be towing another Bronco, an early Bronco with my 79. And uh, I do not plan on fixing the outside of the truck. Oh, no. It's super gnarly. Yeah. And that's what I like about yeah, it. Totally. Maybe I'll tow snake with it. There you go. <laughs> Pull snake around. So John and I have been meeting a lot of full-size Bronco owners, and we're, we're finding a lot of early Bronco owners actually have a full size. Sometimes they have two or three. So Bronco owners never seem to own just one. Um, but what we've been meeting all of these people and we've been talking to them and asking them because we're both going to have full size Broncos here soon. And where do we get parts? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the list is all over the place, but we haven't found anyone that's just like, we're the full size Bronco people. Right. There's no Tom's off road for the, uh, full size Bronco. Right. Or yeah. Dennis Carpenter for, you know, yeah. parts or it seems like they're, they're sort of scattered all over the place. What they share in common though, with a full size pickup truck is it seems like a lot of like, what is it? North Carolina classics mm -hmm. and classic Ford parts as another yep. company. That Even Jeff's Bronco graveyard, they've got some stuff. They'll sell like parts that could also be used on, or maybe their main business is full size pickups and yeah. they do Bronco stuff. So yeah. that's where I've been finding some parts. I've been looking for a gas tank, of course, yep. <laughs> cause I need that and a lift kit and things like that. And um, so far I have found most people just bought rough country lift kits. They yeah. didn't do anything special, but didn't you find someone that's really upgrading these with suspensions? Yeah. I mean, you know, um, my client, like I said, Ian, um, he was working on, on, uh, his Raptor, um, a fifth gen Bronco Raptor, uh, on his show four wheeler. But, um, one of the places he asked me the same thing. He was like, where do I get parts for this? And I was like, dude, you have to check out Solo Motorsports. Like, um, they, like, if you go to their website, solomotorsports.com, it's like they just make all of these, you know, they call it lift kit, leveling kit. Um, but they've got them for 1980 to 1996 Broncos, F 150s. But they kind of go through these stages because, yeah, they have the basic one. It's 415 bucks for a spring and a shock, you know. Um, so that's not going to change much, um, especially in the back because you got the leaf springs in the back still. Um, then they have, you know, where you can put on the, the new radius arms. And then they have it where you're basically like rebuilding the Dana 44 to have more flex and, and more droop. And then, you know, you're, you're like, they have their stage two, that's $5,000. Then they have their stage three, that's, you know, 6,000. Then stage four, that's 8,000. Then their stage five, that's 16,000. They go you know. full Baja. Yeah. And that, that like, it's where, you know, basically you got a pre-runner is what it's really called. Um, you know, it's not really the Raptor, but it's, I mean, there's just so much that, you know, you can do to these and go into it. But what's cool about the solo motorsports, and I think desolate motorsports is another one. They have it like you kind of build the, all the pieces. So they send you the pre-cut 
like kind of template and you just weld it together. So you're welding up new control arm, radius arms, you're welding up like new, you know, different parts and brackets and stuff like that. And, uh, kind of putting it all together. But, um, but basic stuff, you know, like that's if you're, you're really taking it off some jumps with like an eight inch lift, you know, but the basic stuff can be done with a new set of leaf springs, new shocks, new springs, and really like your Tom's off road leaf springs will actually work. But what you have to do is you have to get them two inches bigger. So if you want a two and a half inch lift, then you need to buy a four and a half inch early Bronco lift, you know, like stuff like that, wow. that you just kind of have to think through and, and, um, uh, do that if you want it, but you know, you can get the same, you can get shocks and stuff like that. And, um, you just have to get it for a little bit bigger cause it's, you know, that space is bigger on the full size. I have to have brakes on my truck first, but what I really want to do first is just lift it yeah, and put big wheels and tires. So we were talking to Spencer on another episode. He's one of our full size Bronco buddies. And, um, he was saying that I think he has an eight inch lift and it's maybe enough lift to get 44s under it, but he's running (laughs) 37s, which look really amazing. And, um, I think a six inch lift would probably be good for 37s. Yeah. That's the combo that I really like is the six inch lift and 37s, uh, right. You know, right around there. Like I, it doesn't, you know, like if you get too much lift, then it starts making the tires look dinky. (laughs) You know, it's like, you've got so much suspension lift that all of a sudden the tires are kind of like, you know, it's like, huh, let's look interesting under there. Yeah. I don't know what size tires they came with, but they're that the one that we looked at that had 7,000 miles that, that had little tiny radials on it, yeah. white walls yeah. and was not lifted at all. So if you put a two inch lift on that truck, the tires would look silly. Yeah, exactly. But like a two inch lift is perfect for like 33s, you know, like I think that's a, that's a nice upgrade, but it's not, you know, cra- it's not a crazy lift and you're not having to change a bunch of the geometry of stuff. And 33s are a good size, but they do look small. Like when you look at 33s on an early Bronco, they look big. You look them on a full size Bronco, they look real small. Like I think 35 would be the smallest tire I would run. Um, but a 37 looks really nice to me. Like it, it fills out the wheel well really nicely. And yeah, 37s with a six inch lift or 35s with a four inch lift. Like, um, uh, that would, that would be my, my preferences right, right in there. Well, I think what's really cool about the full size Bronco is you could get like the one I have is a base, base, base model. Yeah. It has still has rubber flooring. Huh. not carpeting yep. and it's not a floor mat. It's just rubber flooring, which yeah. is all cracked. And it's, it's got these smooth one piece seats on the bottom. They look like a, a pillow. <laughs> you know, there's literally no design. It it's smooth. It's green. My whole truck is this dark Ranger forest Ranger smooth yeah. green. And, um, you know, so it's, it's a super base model, but what they did. And then you could get these like full luxed out trucks that have like, the walnut, like the one that we saw that was yeah. all tricked out. Um, but some of the things that were really cool about the full-size Bronco is they had these these graphics packages, the freestyle graphics and the chromatic, chromatic which are out yeah. of this world. They're these color fade stripes that cover 
the whole center side of the truck yeah. end to end. And they didn't do that on the early Bronco. Right. Yeah. Which is interesting. I mean, I guess it was kind of like as we were moving into the eighties, like, you know, that was the the cool thing to do, but yeah, they didn't have anything like that on the early Bronco. They just had Ranger stripes or, you know, yeah. a thin stripe package. Mm-hmm. Um, These are psychedelic. Yeah. Austin powers, like this really intense, you know, 80s colors, yeah. which I really love. And they started with the 78, 79s. And those are the trucks that are bringing really top value. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I would think the sticker kit would be worth every penny because of what it does to the value of your truck. Totally. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Montana Broncos. We had him on the podcast uh, at Super Celebration. He was there. And we had him on the podcast. But he 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 works on some beautiful 78 79 second gen um and he always throws that sticker package i think he might even have his own sticker package I i'll forget. have to check out what he's got yeah but montana broncos on instagram he always posts some cool uh second gen second gen bronco content and uh some cool sticker packages on there so yeah there's another really cool thing with these trucks the specifically the full size are the things they did differently with the axles like you could get like an 8.8 rear end with yeah. disc brakes like the you don't have to do a bunch of upgrades underneath but then they had the front axle it's not ifs I, how do you want to describe yeah. that one what is it called twin traction beam T- twin beam yeah where twin i beam yeah it's in uh the twin i beam they use some of that in the uh, two wheel drives, but they took that concept and they literally like sawed the Dana, Dana 44 off on one side of the differential. And then they made a hinge there. That's the best I can explain yes. it. And yeah. it's super cool. It is yeah. and effective. And a lot of those guys keep it on there because mm-hmm. it can jump super well. Like that, it doesn't work as well rock crawling. Like, you know, you kind of want the solid axle when you're rock crawling, but if you're doing this as a pre-runner type thing, like, uh, it will jump super well, you know, and just give you lots of droop, you know, and, and a real cushy landing on your jumps and holds together really nicely. So that came out later though, cause I've got, uh, you got a solid axle. Yeah. The th- one you got from Ian had that under it. Yep. What year was that, Chess? I think it was a fifth gen. Um, okay. Yeah. I think it started around third gen generation is when that twin traction beam, definitely it was in fourth and fifth gen. So it's, it's supposed to have a super nice ride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it was the first kind of IFS, you know, independent front suspension kind of thing that, that Ford was was doing with the Bronco. So. Yeah. Those are going to be really popular. So, uh, you know, I I know you guys have been noticing, but we've been trying to get some more full-size Bronco content in there because we tell everyone we love all the Broncos from Generation 1 to Generation 6, but we usually only talk about Generation 1 and Generation 6. So we're trying to get some more full-size content in there. Uh, so bear with us as we we grow that you know that portion of our podcast. And if you are a you know full size Bronco owner and you've got topics you want us to talk about, you've got content that you think would be helpful for us to to cover, uh, let us know. Send us an email at questions at thebroncast.com. That's Q U E S T I O N S at T H E B R O N C A S T dot com. And uh, yeah, we've got some fun 
episodes coming up. Yeah, we've got uh, coming up soon. Whenever we get to do another full size Bronco uh, episode, we're going to have some young guys that we know that were early Bronco guys, and they also have full size Broncos. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, uh, I know um, we'll get uh, Parker and hopefully Carson on here, and we'll have like a group call. That'll be a lot of. That'll fun. be cool. Yeah, yeah. Get some, get some good information from uh, from some of those guys, some of the youths. That's right. And what's great is that, you know, the, the full-size Bronco kind of reminds me of like the Fox body thing that's going on. Is it yeah. really affordable? They still are. And um, so you can get into a Bronco. If you can't afford an early Bronco, we'll get a full-size Bronco. Yeah. Yeah. And, and get going. And uh, these guys are all buying them and they make great tow vehicles. So yeah. I'm super pumped about mine. They're solid. Thank you for listening to The Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off-Road, for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the broadcast. We'll see you next week.